Thanks for tuning in to Release City Church Online. We're all about loving God and loving people. If you're ever in our area, we'd love for you to join us for one of our live weekend worship experiences. For more information about service times and events, go to releasecitychurch.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Release City Church. We hope that today's message will encourage you and help bring you closer to Jesus. Now, let's check out today's message. Hey, before we get into the word this morning, hey, so glad you're here, but I want to take just a moment to welcome those that are viewing online today on, our, on Facebook or those that are watching, listening on um, podcasts at a later date. Can we just welcome our online family this morning? Come on, Release City Church. That is a great ministry tool to have, and it's not, it's not um, a second option for church, but it is an option when you don't have the option to be here. Amen? And it also is a way for others that, don't, that may go to other churches that actually are connecting with the vision and what God is doing. And they say, hey, we want to be a part. And they are. People are sowing in to the ministry um, and to the vision and to the building that we've been talking about. Amen? And we're going to get that opportunity at the conclusion of today's message. If you brought your Bibles, let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 21. And this is going to be our launching verse. This is actually going to be a two-part series um, that we're going to be kicking off today and then next week. Um, but this is our launching verse, and then we're going to we're going to head excuse me we're going to head over to the book of James, uh, the third chapter after that. So if you want to kind of just kind of mark your finger right excuse me right there. Um, I don't know why I've got the hiccups. I don't know what Miss Francis put in that tea and honey. I don't know what else is in there, but it's hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Some of you are like, I like this preacher. <laughs> but I want us to start at the book of Proverbs, um, uh, chapter 18. This is going to be the New Living, New Living Translation. It says this, the tongue. Everybody say the tongue. The tongue. Say it again, the tongue. Everybody say, ah. Uh-huh. The tongue, listen, can bring death or life. And those who love to talk, Y'all look right at me. I don't need any spouses looking to your left or your right. Yeah, that's what the word says. The tongue can bring death or life, and those who love to talk will reap its consequences. Now, after reading this again, it brought a whole new perspective to that saying that every mama who has children has ever said to their kids, and it is this. If you don't have anything nice to say, baby girl, what? Don't say anything at all. How about this one? How about this one? Just don't talk. Anybody ever heard that one? Just don't talk. Mine was actually more straight to the point. Stop talking. Just, just stop talking. You know why? Because B always had to have the last word. See, because God knew what I was going to be used to do one day, and that's to talk and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. But how many knows when that gifting is unrestrained, it can bring consequences. And there were many a times that Dr. Dennis Weber... Yes, met me at the side of the bed and said those famous words, this hurts me more than it hurts you. Let's switch places. <laughs> he actually did that one time. And that probably comes to no shock to you. He actually did that. We lived in Franklin. And I'll never forget that because he knew what was on my mind because he was once a teenager too. And he said, we're going to switch places. And I, can I tell you, I cried like a baby. He put the belt in my hand. He knelt down. And 
honestly, I think from that, after that, Ansley's like, let, let me at him. <laughs> let me at him. <laughs> I think it literally, if I'm not mistaken, it would, after that point, I don't think I ever got a spanking like that again. There were other forms of discipline, but I think that really changed the trajectory of, of, of my will. How many got a will? Your will is your way. His will is his way. It's the advice that dad gave me even through my younger adult, when I started making adult decisions, when I started adulting, as teenagers say today. I'll never forget the advice that he gave me, and it was this, just go quietly. Just go quietly. Stay the course and go quietly. That was the, the newer version of saying, <laughs> stop talking, but go quietly. Because how many knows we can say things that will change the trajectory of our lives. The Bible just said it, and we're going to get into that today. Go quietly. It sounds so profound, but why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? Why? Because everything in society today is saying, you have an opinion, you have a voice. Here, I'm going to give you all this social media, I'm going to give you all these little technology things. Voice your opinion, because your opinion matters. How many knows that our opinions are dangerous? Listen, I believe the Bible has a lot to say about the power of our words and the power of our tongue. And, and, and it said that, that the tongue can bring death or life to those, and the, to those who love to talk. They'll reap the consequences. The passions, Passion Translation says it this way, that your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. I want to speak to you today for the next few moments from this subject, seeds and fruit. Seeds and fruit. If you're taking notes, write that at the top of your, your notes. We're going to be talking about the power of your words. And today, I want, what I want you to really understand is the difference between a seed and fruit. How many of you, how many of you like delicious red apples? Like, I loved, I loved growing up, that was probably one of my favorite treats uh, in the evening when I would visit my grandparents in Ohio was I would have a sliced apple and they just wouldn't slice it, baby. She would peel, Grammy Weber would peel, peel all the skin off and slice it. How many knows what, how this apple was produced? Somebody say it. I heard it. Yes, seed. But even be, it was a seed, but it was also a tree, yes? And the tree came from seed. Did you know that this seed is toxic? Did you know that? It's on the internet. It actually has a, a covering over it. It's called cyanide. I wouldn't recommend that you take a handful of these and eat it. It has a covering that protects the cyanide from getting into your system. But if that covering over the seed wasn't there, it can cause rapid breathing, seizures, and even death. Because of a simple seed. How many knows what this is? Starfruit. It, it, it has a different form. There's a different... It had two of them. Um, this one actually looked better than the other, so I got it. Because how many know sometimes 
the produce don't look like, you know, it, it was fresh. Anyway, um, and so I've always wondered, and I've never had one. I'm not going to eat this one. But did you know, this is edible and you can eat it. But starfruit also contains toxins that can cause mental confusion, seizures, and death. If you have a kidney infection or, or some type of kidney problems, your body will no longer have the, the filter to filter out the toxins. And that's what can happen. But if you have great kidneys and everything's cool, you're, you're good to eat the fruit. Both of these came from a seed. Our words, our words, the words that you speak are just like this seed. It has the ability to be helpful or harmful. Your words are like seeds. And in a generation where we are encouraged to communicate how we feel, a good rule of thumb is just because you can say it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to. Where are all my Facebook friends at? Notice I said friends, my friends, friends. We stay in friends today. This is not one of those messages where, because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is not one of those where I was already anticipating you shouting me down. Yes, Pastor B, this makes me feel so good. No, because if somebody comes up to me when, when Papa D, Dennis Weber, when my dad used to tell me, stop talking. There was something ro rose up in me, and that only happened one time where I actually acted on that. I won't tell you. <laughs> all I remember is there was some airtime. That's all I remember. And am I talking about belt to, no, I'm talking about airtime, as in I was a light little dude. And I, Yeah, okay. I know dad's up there going, you got to be so honest. Absolutely, absolutely, and now I can be. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Listen, just because you can talk, just because you have an opinion, just because you have an avenue and you have followers on Facebook, Twitter, and social media, just because people are listening doesn't mean you need to talk. I'm talking to me. He's talking to me today. Everybody say, my words are powerful. I believe that when we begin to guard our words and direct our words, be intentional with your words. Be intentional with your conversation. When you begin to direct your words, you will see significant progress, not only in your spiritual walk, but in the, but in the, the lives and spiritual walk of other people because you're depositing seeds into people. Let's go to the book of James, chapter 3. This is actually going to be the message, the message translation. And this is, um, this is my dad's, uh, dad's Bible um, the me when he would use the message translation. And I was like, man, Dad, why, are the, why, are, why is the print so big? Just because you can say it doesn't mean you need to. No, I understand why it was big, because I can read this one a whole lot better than I can read mine. All right, let's go. James chapter 3. What we're going to do is we're going to read these verses, and we're going to unpack what James is saying, and then we're going to head back to Proverbs, and then we're going to go over to Luke before we land the plane today, okay? Are you buckled in? Everybody ready for the flight? James chapter 3. Here we go. Don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends, for teaching is highly responsible work teachers are held to the strictest standards and none of us are perfectly qualified even the teacher we i added that in there just 
We get it wrong nearly every time when we what? Open our mouths. If you could find someone whose speech is perfectly true, you'd have a perfect person in perfect control of life. He goes on to say, a bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse, and a small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course, sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything. Your words can accomplish almost anything or destroy it. He goes on to say, it only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do just that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it, smoke right from the pit of hell. I mean, you know, you, you, just pause right there. You know when you come home from work and you both have been in stressful situations, you can either walk in and, and when you're stressed, you can change how somebody's day went by your words. Or you can pour gasoline on a fire that's already raging. And all the men in the house said, Amen. <laughs> it's true. One of the, one of what what those of you that go to marriage conference with us, what are one of the what are one of the the, 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 the elements or key points that always comes out that, that goes to the men for the ladies is to do what? Just just listen. That's all they want. But what's in our nature to do? Fix things. So what do they do? They're coming in and they're telling us all the things that went wrong. It is our nature. It is in our DNA to fix things. Ladies, I'm trying to help you understand why that went to an argument. It's because we're only doing what we were created to do, and that's fix things. But just because you can doesn't mean you need to. Because more, more chances than none, she doesn't need you to fix it. She needs you to listen. Let's keep going. Verse 7. Talking about smoke from the pits of hell. This is scary, he says. You can, you can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. You can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a, a wanton killer. With our tongues, we bless God our Father. Listen. And with the same tongues, we curse the very men and women he made in his image. I'm talking to church, godly church people today. Listen, curses and blessings of, out of the same mouth. My friends, this can't go on. I believe one of the greatest downfalls in relationships is communication. Either the lack thereof or too much. Or communication that hasn't been surrendered or... or, 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 or. Just because you saw your parents handle it that way... Remember the grief and the destruction that you saw them go through. Chances are pretty good. You should change what you saw. There was a seed that was deposited. That's why it's important. We seeds are always being deposited in us. When, 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 that, that picture of Damien, we're, we've all been that small. There were seeds that were deposited. When they start getting older, and there's seeds that are, I deposited seeds all into our, our girls. I'm not talking about my DNA. I'm talking about there were things that we said and things that I wish I could take back. Our words are powerful. 
But James is talking about this idea that we can have this vertical relationship with God. Listen, we can come in here, we can worship God. Yes, I believe breakthrough is coming. I'm believing for my miracle. Oh, yes, Pastor B, that's a great message. And then we turn and walk right out and cuss somebody out because they pulled up to the gas pump faster than you did. That's what he's saying. This, I know it's true because I've hurt. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's true, that's what he was saying. You can have a vertical relationship with God, but yet you can go out and slander and talk about, just because they don't look like you, talk about the very people. The reason they don't look like you is because God created them in his image just like he did you. None of us have the same fingerprint. All of us have different DNA. Only God can do that. That didn't happen in a pond and a tadpole. Sorry. I can be in here worshiping God and the next moment turn, walk out, and completely destroy the life of somebody that God created. And most of the time, it doesn't happen at the gas pump. It happens in the car with your family before you get there. This should not come as a surprise because we are living in one of the most volatile seasons that I've ever experienced in my lifetime. How about you? I mean, it it blows my mind. Personal, personal opinions and ideologies. Listen, emotions have been at an all-time high because of COVID and the restrictions that have been placed on us. Emotions, all-time high. We were at, Ansley and I went to, to steamers last night. Dude, I heard words from the curse handbook, curse word handbook, I ain't never heard before. And I've been around. I felt so uncomfortable. It didn't feel like a restaurant. It was straight up club bar scene. I mean, these people were so wasted. They got ejected from the bar. But they still let them eat in the restaurant. They removed them from the bar, sat them in the lobby area for us to hear conversations that didn't even sound like it was conversations. Like, but I was listening to all kinds of stuff, political stuff and all kinds of Garbage. Garbage. And we've been, we've been stoked to be that way. All the stuff, listen, all the stuff you're listening to when you watch the news, all the stuff you're hearing, they're words. You know what words are? Seeds. You know what seeds do? Seeds produce. What do they produce? They're producing something from, from, from your childhood because you heard it done this way. It's producing seeds. And, and what's coming up is a harvest. What's your harvest? What's your fruit look like in your life? Some of us, I said this going into the fast, some of y'all need to turn. I have, I have turned off. The new stuff. I, I just can't. I can't. Because it's, it, there, there's fruit that's coming out that is not pleasing to God. And I'm the one in control. I'm the one in control. I can't control what they do, but I can't control what I'm taking in. I can't control if you're depositing seeds into my life, just like you. Listen, personal opinions and ideologies that are being screened from social media platforms around the world because of the, this politically charged environment that, that's been created. Listen, racism is running rampant, division like I've never seen before. What's happening? We're filling ourselves with all kinds of information and we're searching for all, all kinds of information. That's why we go to Google. It's the information. It's seeds. If you don't like the, if you don't like the fruit, check the seed. If you don't like what you're eating, that's what he said. Whatever you speak, that's the fruit you will eat. If you don't like what you're devouring, check your seeds. 
What are you allowing your kids to watch in the house on the TV? That seeds. What's the music you're allowing them to listen to? I, I'm not saying you got to, it's got to be all amazing grace. I, I listen to stuff too. But if there's a check in my spirit that causes, that causes me to recognize in me a seed that was planted a long time ago and, it's, and I, start, I start feeling the, the buds coming out. You know what I'm talking about when I say buds? I'm talking, I'm talking about, you, you know, we got buds. That's what all that yellow stuff's coming from on our cars right now. Look like powdered pee. I just, I usually wouldn't say that in church, but I just felt like, it's true. But, 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 but when I start listening to stuff that I then, then I then start feeling things start popping off. It's called fruit from a seed of something that I saw as a child. It's time for me to turn that station off. I came today to, sh- to tell you that your words are powerful. I'll give you one example. I'm going to keep moving real quick. In just a minute, I'm going to count to three. And when I do, I'm going to say one word. And when I say that word, I want you to picture in your mind exactly what I said. Create that picture. One, two, three. Dog. You got it? You got it? If I was to go around the room and play Oprah, every one of us, there would be multiple. Everybody got a dog? I mean, you got one in your head? There would be multiple breeds of dogs. And probably 99%, 95% would be a dog that you remembered from your childhood. Or a dog that you currently own, currently have. It's the power of the words. I said one word, dog, and every one of us had a different opinion. If, you would, if we would have said that three years ago when I had to put Jackson down, which was our golden retriever that we had since Ansley was two, we brought him to Florida. He lived 14 years, I think. If I would have said dog, then now I go to Dexter, our 85-pound golden doodle. But if back then it would have been, and I would have felt a different emotion. Why? Because I put him down. So when people say words, there's different emotions that come up. When I say racism, there's emotions that come up in every single person. When I say division, every single one of us, if I said division, you're either thinking, you're thinking about a conflict that you're going through, you're thinking about a divorced family situation, maybe you grew up that way, I've been, I've been the product of one, I've also been, in the, I've been the result of one. All of us, again, I'm talking about the power of your words. Just because you say something doesn't mean somebody's going to receive it the same way you meant it. Amy tells me all the time, it's not what you say, it's, that's relationship 101 right there. And I fail all the time. Because it's not, I wasn't trying to be, you know, I wasn't trying to be that guy, but how many knows that's what she, that's what she felt. We've got to be intentional, we've got to direct our words What am I saying? Simply this. The words that we speak and the things that we say, we have no idea the images that our words are creating inside of people around us. 
And what happens is there are still these ideologies and our opinions that we have that we mix with our theology or our Christian beliefs. And because these ideas are deep-seated inside of us, we don't realize the dog that we see is different than the dog someone else sees. Hear me, your words are powerful. You're depositing seeds that will bring them to life or you're depositing seeds that will crush their dreams. That's, what, that's why it's important. Think about what I just said. Those of us that have children, you're either depositing seeds that will, that will either help them get to their goals in life or you're depositing seeds. You'll never amount to anything. You're just like your mama. There's a little harshness. The reason it's there is because the enemy is harsh. And this is, this is an environment that all of us, we, we're in every day. James just told us, a word out of your mouth, although it may seem insignificant, can accomplish anything or it can destroy it. That was James 1.9. Did we read that? I'm, I'm jumping all over my notes today. Did we read James 1.9? That was James 3. Let me read it. Passion, passion translation. Here it is. James 1.19-21. My dearest brothers and sisters, take this to heart. Be quick to listen, but slow to speak. And be slow to become angry for human anger. Listen. Human anger is never a legitimate tool to promote God's righteous purpose. So this is why we abandon everything morally impure and all forms of wicked conduct. Instead, with a sensitive spirit, we absorb God's word. God's word. God's what? His what? Next week, we're going to talk about the power of God's word in your mouth. See, when we change, when we change what I want to say to what God wants me to say, we'll see change in our lives. So we've got to have a sensitive spirit. We absorb God's word, which has been implanted within our nature. It's already there. It's already seated inside of us. God's nature has been there. For the word of life has the power to continually deliver us. So we must, we must be quick to listen and slow to speak. Let's go to Proverbs 13.3. This is also the Passion Translation. It says this, Guard your words and you'll guard your life. But if you don't control your tongue, it will ruin everything. Some of us need to start being a little more intentional about putting a guard over our mouth. Let me say this. Our words are a direct reflection. The words that are coming out are a direct reflection of what's coming in. James was telling us earlier that literally, telling us that that you can literally steer a big ship with such a small rudder through the worst storms. Can I be honest with you today? We are in some of the worst storms I've ever seen in my life. I'm not talking about hurricane. I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about storms of life. In these storms, we've got to begin speaking words of life. We've got to begin speaking what God says. You're going through something difficult in your life? Start speaking what God says. Start remembering that God has a purpose and a plan. And am I lining myself up with his purpose and plan? I, it was Jensen Franklin this week. I saw a little clip on social media that said, you're going to get there wherever you're, wherever you're destined. You're going to get there. Or you can, God's going to get you there whether you're in forward or reverse. 
I don't know about you. Can I, can I use you for a second? Stand up real quick. Turn around that way. I, you just come with me and we'll just walk backwards, okay? We didn't plan this out. I don't want God having to do this to me. You know what I want God doing? This is, this is, what I, this is how I want God. This is what I, I don't want my life to be in constant tug of war with him. Because guess what? He will win. I will lose. And I would rather go on purpose. Now, and I, we just talked about that. I would rather go than for him to be pulling me. Oh, and yes, thank you. God will give you your way. There are consequences for doing it your way. But when you line your life up with God's word, your way will become his way. It won't be a struggle. When I feel like I've got to give up so much for this Christian walk, it's time for you to get in the word. Because it's, it's, I'm not looking... I don't want it. If God doesn't want me to have it, I don't want it. I say that all the time to teenagers and people who are looking about being married. They're like, I just don't know if this is going to work. Listen, if it's, it's going to be tough. Relationships are tough. But I want what God wants for me. I don't want to be with somebody. When I was dating, I would never want to be with someone who God didn't want for me. I don't want anything that God doesn't want for me. Yet we struggle. I'm trying to go somewhere. I'm in a hole right now. But... We struggle so hard to get what we want. Change your passion and your desire, and your desire will be what he wants yes. for you. That's good. That's good. Everybody say seeds, fruit. Listen, your words determine your direction and your course. Maybe you need to wake up every day and go, today's going to be a good day. Does Pastor B know that today's going to be a good day? It might not be. But guess what? My chances are a lot better because I just put the rudder to my, to my course. I just, regardless of what I'm going to go through today, it's still going to be a good day. I'm still going to get to the other side. But if I wake up and go, I just, well, okay, whatever. If you say whatever, guess what's going to happen? You're probably going to be laying on your face, frustrated. Oh, God, I can't believe you're allowing this to happen to me. I really wanted to lay down on the ground, but I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get back up. Because literally, that's what we look like. Oh, God, why isn't this? That's what we look like to him. And you know why we do that? Because there was a seed deposited in us as a small child. This Christian walk isn't about what I want or what I need. My life is surrendered to him. It is no longer I, but Christ who lives, in, lives within me. Galatians 2.20. Your words are determining your outcome. And your words are determined by your deposits. I can't go to the bank. The only thing I can get out is what I put in. Got an ATM card, slide up to the bank. Ever been there and it said zero? Ever been there and the whole screen went red? <laughs> yeah, it's because I didn't put anything in. But I can only get out what I put in. You can only get out of your relationships what you put in. You can only get out of your marriage what you put in. You will only get out of church what you put in. Can I say that again? You, you, well, I just didn't get anything out of church today. Well, what'd you put in? Did you come in expecting just to have something given to you? You, you got the wrong idea. It's, it's not about the talk, it's about the towel. Something like, man, Pastor B's a little hard today. I just, I want to punch the devil in the face sometimes. 
And you know how we do it? When we show up like we did last Sunday and we show up with three vehicles full of stuff, that's how we bust the devil in the face. Because I said before I got out there, not even knowing her story, I don't know what kind of church experience she had. One of the first things she said was a bad church experience that she had. And I couldn't do anything but weep on the inside and go, watch Jesus work. And I'm looking at all this stuff around me laying in her kitchen floor. That's how you give the devil a black eye. When you say, I'm no longer going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to use my resources and my finances to further the kingdom. I'm going I'm to help other people with my money. Proverbs 4, 23. I missed Luke, didn't I? Mm. Okay, let's read it. Luke 6, 45. A good person produces good things from the, treasure, from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Talking about a treasury. We just, that's what we're talking about. Whatever you deposit, whatever's getting deposited in you, that's what's coming out. That's why we go to the One Marriage Conference. So that we can have deposits made into our, rela- uh, into our marriages. So that we can see fruit. Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Say this, say my words. Determine my course. Declare it. Speak it. Start speaking words of life over your day. Start speaking words of life over your family. Start speaking words of life over your church and over this community. You know what we're going to start seeing fruit in our community? When we start sowing seeds. Of life and not death. I don't even know. For the first time, B don't even have a real solid concrete plan for Operation Community of what we're going to do. I just, I don't even want to put it. I just want to show up at people's houses unannounced. Because when you tell people what you're going to do, then they start expecting it. A.K.A. Hey, Forward Church is handing out bicycles. They've been doing it for the past three years. Make sure you get on the front row so we can get that bike. Hey, man, can I get one of those for my kid? You're missing the whole point. I just literally brought you into real life scenario that people start expecting. I just want to show up unexpected and just bless people. If you know somebody who's, who's I, I, I want to do something at Christmas. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What that's going to be? Is that going to be we're going to take up a collection around the month of December, put it in the church account, and then just casually walk through Walmart with the church card and go, and God will tell you, hey, I want to get that for you today. It ain't got to be Tim Tebow walking back to layaway, getting people's stuff out for him. Man, I just want, I, I, want, I, want, I want to bless people. And I want people to be blessed. And I want them to experience the love of God with no strings attached. You're doing this for me? You don't even know me. That's exactly right. But the one that I represent does know you. He created you. And he loves you. And he has a plan for your life. That's it. Merry Christmas. In closing. Sometimes... The vision and the mission and the weight of what God has now entrusted to this legacy carrier is over 
overwhelming. What I know God is going to do in our city, in our community, it's overwhelming. And that's why messages like this come out. And I hope you got something from this. It was different. It's a different style. I, I, I know. But it's so, so important because our mouths either allow us to accomplish something tomorrow or it's going gonna, it's gonna to create destruction and we will destroy tomorrow. And some of us destroy tomorrow before we ever step into tomorrow because we're already sowing seeds of tomorrow. I know tomorrow's a new day and all is forgiven. But hey, let's face it. We're all flesh and we remember. I remember what you said about I remember what you did, honey. I remember. I remember. I'm keeping score. Be intentional with your words. Direct your words. I'm telling you. Try it. Homework. Homework. Try it today. Take the rest of this day. And be intentional about your conversations and watch your words. Let your words work for you, not against you. You will get to see the purposes and plans of God for your life. You will see them a lot quicker if you'll start directing your words. Start speaking God's word. I said it at the very beginning. If you don't like the fruit you're eating, check the seeds. How do you do it? By guarding your heart. Guard your heart. God's desire for every one of us is that we would eat from the fruit of our lips. What we say. pray for you this morning Father I thank you for your word this morning God we said it in worship we want we want more of you and less of us we want more of your conversation and less of our conversation we want more of you less of us so God today as we prepare to leave from this place I ask that your word would burn in our hearts today and that we would become we would become intentional with the seeds that are coming in we can say all day long we're going to be intentional with what we say but it's kind of hard to manipulate Bring me that apple. Bring me that apple. The apple, uh, not the computer apple, the real apple. (laughs) That's all right, homie. That was good. That was good. That was good. God got a sense of humor. This is not an orange. I know I'm in the middle of a prayer. This is what he said. This is not an orange. It's an apple. You know why? Because it had apple seeds. I can't manipulate. This is what I was just saying. And And he said, stop dropped it in my spirit I can't manipulate the outcome I can't manipulate my words I can't say yes I'm going to change my words I'm going to start I can't speak life if I'm not putting life in you're not going to get an apple unless you get apple seeds what kind of fruit do you want to eat 
What, what kind of marriage do you want to have? What kind of kids do you want to raise? Well, that's easy. Get the right seed. You can't get it out. So, so hear me. It's one thing to say, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guard my, my, my words and I'm going to direct them. You're in for the fight of your life if you haven't put the right seeds in. It starts with the seed. It starts with the seed. And you reap what you sow. So Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. It starts with the seed. The emphasis today is the seed. If we'll we'll put the right seed in, we won't have to work so hard with what we say. If I put the right seed in, I won't have to work so hard in my marriage. Oh, come on, somebody. If I put the right seed in, I won't have to worry about what, what my kids are doing when I'm out of town. If I put the right seed in, I won't have to worry about what my students are doing on the campus. So, Father, we're depositing. We're depositing good seed. We're going to get in your word. We're going to get to know you more and get to know who you want us to be more. We're going to put in good seed because good seed produces good fruit. In Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening today. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, consider giving a financial gift to help us bring the hope of Jesus to more people. You can give online at releasecitychurch.org forward slash give. Remember, you matter, we care, and Jesus loves you. Have a great day.